Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churning Spoon Ice Cream. You guys are you're putting them to, to work with these K-Cups. Every time I look up, they've got a new shipment in, and they are trying to keep those stocked as the holiday season comes. Uh, Strange Brew Coffee House, two locations here in Starkville. They are in Starkville, or on Highway 12 and on University Drive. And of course, there's Brupolo over in Tupelo. You can buy them there, or you can shop online at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Everybody wants K-Cups for Christmas. Well, Strange Brew Coffee House has got them. College Corner, talking about what you want for Christmas. If you've got a Bulldog fan in your life, you know they want new gear, new shirts, new hats, new stuff. They want it, and you've got to get it. So, College Corner is the place to do just that. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Everything maroon and white this holiday season, they have it at College Corner. Humble Taco is Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, and it is so unique. When you're looking for something different and something delicious, you need to head over to Humble Taco, a Mexican restaurant not like any just in Starville, but anywhere else you go. They have different things. They have different items on the menu that you just don't see anywhere else. Check them out. Next time you're here, grab a margarita, grab some chips and salsa, and grab delicious food at Humble Taco. Make sure that you're the talk of your holiday party this year when you pick up a party platter from Firehouse Subs. Say Merry Christmas with delicious sub sandwiches. I mean, if you said Merry Christmas and then gave me delicious sub sandwiches, I would be pretty pleased. I don't know about the rest of you out there. So, and if you're just looking for lunch, no better choice than Firehouse Subs. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Make your Picking up your lunch really easy, and you're going to pile up the reward points. You'll be eating free sooner than later. It is Rumblings Day. We'll talk a little signing day at the end of the show just to sort of preview everything, but we, Robbie and I both have a massive amount of coverage coming your way on signing day for you to keep up with. No need to overkill it. We'll jump right into the rumblings here, Robbie. Our first question comes to us from Brogan Fairchild who wants to know, have you ever known anybody who could have been on stupid human tricks? I knew two. One could light a cigarette with their glasses. The other could stop a ceiling fan with their tongue. Seems very dangerous. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I know? I know there was a guy who used to pull his eyelids down and uh-huh. up, kind of like you know. You remember the old cartoons, like whenever like Donald Duck would like pull his eyelids and they would yeah. flop up like that. Yeah, yeah. So he would do like that. Curtain shades. Yeah. So he would do that and pin them up, and the eyelids would go like in his eye. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if that's really a trick. Uh, but that's probably the closest guy who, thing uh, I have. For twenty bucks, ate the contents of an ashtray. Does that count as one? No, but that's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. There's another human. guy that I know that had a hole in his sinuses or somewhere in his nose uh, from, I guess, like a nose ring or something. And he used to put a nail 
in his nose and hammer it. Ah! Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. All it was right, kind of weird. Let's move on from this this question. Uh, Jack Byers wants us to rank the Spart- the Spider-Man movies. One, two, three, Amazing One, Amazing Two, Homecoming, Far From Home. I gotta be honest, I haven't seen any of them past three. I don't like... Well, I, I don't want to say... I don't like... I prefer the older Spider-Mans over... I just have... I'm just not really into Spider-Man for whatever reason. I like Spider-Man. I just... I, I like... Uh, I actually kind of like the Tobey Maguire movies mm-hmm. more. I like um, the new guy, uh, Tom Holland. I think he's a good Spider-Man, good Peter Parker, but... I mean, I'm excited about the new one that's coming out. Are you, yeah, I'm not super excited about because I just... I'm just... I don't know if I can rank these... Yeah, I can't. F- ...fair... Yeah, but I I will say that I so far I have preferred the older Spider Mans to the newer ones so far. Yeah. All right, Alexandra Watson says, "Why doesn't Infinity use the Infinity symbol as their logo? It's a great symbol. I have an Infinity necklace that I love. It seems like somebody really dropped the ball on that one. That's a great question. Your name is Infinity. Why is your logo not the uh, the Infinity? Yeah, I guess I never even thought about that. I don't." really know what the infinity logo is you know it's like a, it looks like an eight it's you know no no i'm talking about the oh like their actual logo yeah no idea yeah yeah so yeah i mean That's yeah that point, would be, right i mean is there a trademark on the infinity how could you trademark that it's just I don't like know. It's, it's a mathematical uh yeah i, I just like don't pie you know i don't know if you can if you can use that as a logo or I what know. i mean it's a good question there Alexander, might be some restrictions alexander's on, on point though that's a good question probably a cool necklace too uh, let's see here. The depressed dog. Aw. Aw. Do you know of any Texas Tech players that may set out the ball game? Do not at this time. I don't I, know any Texas Tech. I don't know Tech. any Texas Tech players. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even yeah, looked at that past, yet. We gotta get past signing day before I can start looking All at I've that. been thinking about is signing day for the last two weeks. When was the last time all three major sports were performing at at least a satisfactory level? I consider 2013 the now the golden age of Bulldog athletics, but I can't remember a time when we were pleased with all three at the same time. Am I asking too much for us to be decent and all three at once? So from 96 to 98, you had the Final Four, two College World Series, and the SEC West Championship of football. Yeah. That's probably the best spread you've ever had. Just as a, you know, as a whole. But the year that they went to the to the National Championship in basketball, mm-hmm. in women's basketball, the first time... Mm-hmm. I think they had gone to the College World Series maybe a couple years earlier. Or well, they went no. in 13. There was, there was something that State had done that nobody else had done that. You, oh, that, I remember this. Yeah, it was something like that. Football, I, they you know they went they to, a bowl to a bowl game. Well, they were the only team, this was pretty recent, that had been to a bowl, the NCAA tournament in both men and women's, and were in the maybe the college World series college World series or something the year that like the year that they went to the to the NCAA tournament in men's basketball yeah. they also went to the NCAA tournament in women's right they went to a bowl game and i think they went to the college World series they did in 18 was that 18 yeah, yeah so that was probably the best year for mississippi state yeah. sports just yeah. as far as success across the board mm-hmm. but he is correct though this is the probably the golden age of Mississippi State sports. Yeah, I agree. Oh, there's no doubt, especially for football. I mean, nothing is just abysmal. I mean, people are upset about men's and women's basketball right now, Mm -hmm. but nothing is just awful. Right. Mississippi State's not, you know, bottom of the SEC in any of those sports. Right. Uh, Let's see here. Carter Bentley. Yes, these last two losses for basketball have sucked, 
and the offense is stale at times. But if Tolu gets healthy and Iverson plays good every night, can this team contend for the double bye? Well, yeah, but those are ifs, right? Those yeah. Big ifs. But I still feel like it's going to click for them eventually. You know, I mean, it usually does at some point for Ben Hallen's teams. It's just, you know, is it too late? Um, there's still a lot of opportunities ahead for some big-time wins. But you got to win those games, and you can't have any bad losses. They don't have any bad losses right now, but they just don't have any signature wins, mm-hmm. which is something that is important whenever you get to late February and March. I agree. Agree 100%. John Jeffrey Nelson wants to know, what do you have an irrational fear of? I am incredibly afraid of flying. Um, I'm not good with heights. Heights is one? If, like, heights when I'm not, you know, secure. Right. If I'm like, indoors, I'm okay. Yeah. But I, I could not, like, stand out on the observation deck of the Sears Tower. I mean, I was I would, climbing... I lose my mind. I was climbing up... I was just thinking about it. Excuse me, the heebie-jeebies. Grenada has... I was going to their press box a couple weeks or a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. They have stairs, and there's like stair steps, mm-hmm. but they're like straight up yeah. stair steps. I, don't, I can't deal with that. And they have like the the rails yeah. inside. So I'm climbing up with like my hands are full of nachos and a you know computer bag. Mm-hmm. So I can't hold on to the rails. Mm-hmm. So I'm just climbing up, balancing myself. Mm-hmm. I had to like lean over. To make sure that I didn't, you know, fall yeah. backwards. Yeah, I can't deal like, with Like, I've always been scared of that. Yeah. I'm also afraid of rats. Uh, yeah, I don't like rats or, or mice yeah, at I all. I can't deal with them. I, well, I can deal with snakes over, yeah, over rats. snakes are not a problem for me. What would you rather do? Walk 15 miles or be forced to full-out sprint for one mile? I would die if I had to sprint a mile. So I, I, could, I could drag, like, walking incredibly slowly 15 miles. Yeah, I think I could walk 15 miles. That's a long easily. walk. That, that's halfway to Columbus. Yeah, well, it's, it'd be almost walking. a startable from my house. Yeah, yeah, I would say for me, from my house, I'd almost, I'd probably be close to the airport. Yeah. I mean, the thing for me is having a distraction. Yeah. Uh, if I'm, if I'm, you know, listening to a podcast or something. Yeah, I could probably be okay. But yeah. if I'm sprinting, there's no chance. No, no. chance. Uh, I, you know, I, I think I could sprint a mile. It would just suck. I don't. I know I couldn't. I know that I could not. Matt Caldwell says, if you could transfer a portal yourself back to a time and change one moment in MSU sports history, what would it be? Mine would make sure that Cam got that 225K. That's a good choice. It's only 180K for us, remember. We had the discount. Yeah, that that is probably the moment for Mississippi State football because there is a better-than-average shot that you're winning a national championship with Cam Newton mm-hmm. because – you would have been running a similar offense, and he was unstoppable that year. I mean, just... You would think that... I mean, this sounds really weird to say. It really does. That state team was a lot more talented than that Auburn team was. Yeah, I've always said that. But they had Cam Newton, and State didn't. And Nick Fairley was like the only guy that you were really scared the of. The only one, but State on the, had Fletcher Cox. State had Fletcher Cox. They had K.J. Wright, Chris White. I mean, the defense was solid. Um, and the offense was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. If you have him, Vic Ballard running a yeah. zone read, you're fine. Good yeah, God. you're, you're, you're going to win a lot of games. So, yeah, that, uh, the, that's, the only that's other a choice killer. really is. I mean, I don't know how you change it because I like I could be the guy like here, Cam, here's your money. But like, I don't know how you change it. But the the Auburn or the Alabama game in fourteen, 
Yeah. I don't know how you change that, but if you could. Well, you just... I take over the role of Nick Saban and be like... I mean, somebody's got to tackle Sims and get him out of bounds on third down. Yeah, something like that. I don't know how you do it. Uh, Let's see. Martin Smith wants to know, is Charles Cross the best left tackle MSU has ever had? You can certainly make a case for him. He's right there with Porkchop Womack. Oh, I Um, I think he definitely is. I mean, I, I... no, nobody else has been a first rounder, so he's going to have that. Yeah, on. from a pure talent standpoint, he is. And I think what hurts Cross is the teams he's played on. Yeah, and the fact that he has an our run blocker. Well, I, I think it actually is more impressive that he's dropped back, oh, you know, sixty five times a game, and he's not giving what, up sacks. What what make what endears an offensive lineman to people is like pancake blocks. Yeah, but that said, yeah, you're you're it's what he's done is incredibly impressive. So. I, I think he's the best ever. All right. I, I, I won't argue against you. Uh, let's see here. Ed, Alien or Predator, if you had to choose the better movie series? So, And then he asked, which movie was the best of the series of the one you chose? I never got into either one of those that right. much. I can, I can do this. So Alien is the better series. Like, the rest of the Predator movies suck. But... Predator is the best movie in this discussion. Alien versus Predator. Where does that fall? That's not great. Okay. Predator is one of the best guy movies of all time. If you told me, hey, tonight we're ordering pizza, getting some beer, and we're watching Predator, I'll come over. Well, you've got some great actors in that, too. Fantastic. And 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 you got those great that guys that support the cast. It's just fantastic. Yeah. It's a great movie. I Um, Yeah, I, I watched Predator. I haven't watched that whole series and I've watched, you know, a couple of the Alien movies, but I'm not a big Alien guy. Like, yeah. the theme of Aliens. Right. That's not really, it doesn't really appeal to me. I got you. All right, RJ Sweatman says, Year one, Leach misses on a few cornerback targets and a couple quarterback cornerbacks transfer out. Now two linebackers transfer out, and we miss on a homegrown linebacker. Who's the other linebacker that transferred out? Rodney Gross and Aaron oh, okay. Brule. Yeah, that doesn't, Gross doesn't count. Am I, is this a trend, or am I reading too much into it? You're reading too much into it. Yeah, they've signed three other really good linebackers. Well, we got to wait and see on signing day, but they're they're. It looks like they're going to sign three really good linebackers. Um, so I mean, Stone Blanton was kind of one of those, you know, he's a four star in state guy, so you need to get him, and he has ties to Mississippi State, but he's not one of those that makes or breaks your class. I'm I'm not looking at that as a loss for Mississippi State as far as mm-hmm. you know the linebacking crew because I think that they're they're in good shape there. Cornerbacks, on the other hand, that could be a problem. Yes. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Josh Smith wants to hear our favorite recruiting story. I can't tell it on the air. Why not? <laughs> I can't tell it on the air. Um. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, we all know about the Chris Jones saga. Mm-hmm. And the Robert Elliott one was, was pretty good, I, too. I will say that my story does involve Chris Jones. Okay. That, that's all you're going to get out of me. Um, I mean, Chris Jones following that recruitment is probably up there. And then, like I said, the Robert Elliott one where he like snuck out the back door whenever Hugh Freeze was waiting on his doorstep or something. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Leah Lewis. 
they all involved in in state recruits, right? Yeah, no, you know, I've never mean, an exciting story between state and Auburn or anything. You know? But you know the 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 funny thing about that Chris Jones deal, mm-hmm. you know, he his dad was like never involved in his recruitment mm-hmm. until like a week before signing day, right? And like nobody really wonder what happened. Nobody really was talking about anybody else with Chris Jones until he went to the missile game and blew up there, yeah, and then he went to the Under Armour or whatever. So he takes that visit to Ole Miss. He's taking the pictures at the Manning Center and all that, wearing uniforms with Tony Connor and all them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, State got him to official visit. It was like pulling teeth to get him on campus. Yeah. He wanted to go back to Ole Miss so bad. And, uh, you know, he Mullen went to the house. They had lunch at the church and stuff. And, you know, they get him, they pull him to campus. Uh, all the I was, it was it was at a basketball mm-hmm. game, and I remember being in the in the media room, and we were all eating uh, supper before the game, and guys were like, "Yeah, this is what Chris Jones just told me. He's coming to campus." Like all the all the media guys were texting him. Mm-hmm. So we look up there. He's sitting in the stands. There's mm-hmm. Chris. Okay, got him locked down. But then then he leaves and goes to Ole Miss. Yep. So everybody was just like, "It's over. That's it." That. That was the craziest recruitment I've ever seen. Yeah, it really was. I, Stone Blanton's is up there now. But. You know, guys were posting that the dad was like playing Call of Duty in the frat houses yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I it was that, just, yeah. it was nuts. And then uh, I think Paul went to his uh, signing day deal. His dad came in there, took a picture, and I think left. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, because his deal got got screwed up. I mean, that was that whole recruitment was just wild. Yeah. But that's. That's why you get the mamas on board. Yep. Mamas, mamas make, are the key. Make the world go around. That's right. Some dude question the word flip has to be the most overused word this time of year. Hey, man, that's not a question. <laughs> Try next time. <laughs> Steven says, hindsight 2020, who would you rather have? Keyshawn Johnson, Cam Newton, or A.J. Brown? I mean, it's Cam Newton in a walk. Yes. It's not even close. You have the ball in his hands every snap. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah, that's where I would go. Although I would, lo- I, but that's the thing. Like I would love to see Keyshawn and Eric Molds on the same team, but I mean Derek Tate's the quarterback. How far are we yeah. going there? You know. Yeah, it's true. So, um, who's the biggest bust we've ever signed? We got a lot of options. I would. I, I tend to default to Dante Walker. Yeah, I mean he had, had a couple, couple of good, good years. years but that, but he was the number one running back in high school, and he he didn't really do anything. I mean the end of his career was just was a disaster. Yeah. I mean uh, Quay Evans could be put on that list. Yeah, yeah just the way that now, just the way that you know his whole career played out. Mm-hmm. I mean, came in late. I think yeah. he was out of shape and all that. But mm-hmm. you you started to see some flashes, and then all of a sudden. He's basically kicked off the team, and then a couple of years later, he's in jail. Yep. Um, I mean, that's right up there. Yeah. I mean, at least Dante Walker had really kind of. I think he turned his life around. Mm-hmm. He went and got um, a degree and all that, and seems to be doing well. Quay's in jail right now, so. Well, you say that he did go to jail, Dante Walker. Yeah, I'm saying he turned his life around. Okay, after that? Yeah, I, okay. he went to, where did he go, like, Bellhaven or something? Oh, I have no idea. I think, yeah. After that, I mean, I, I read I read a story several years ago about that. I mean, he he went to jail, and then I think he got out, and okay. he bettered his life. Is bettered, bettered a word? Bettered is a word. Okay, sorry. 
Logan Lowry asks, what is the best Little Debbie, and why is it the Christmas tree cake? Well, that is the correct answer. The Christmas tree cake is the king of Little Debbies. That's right. That's just not, it's not really an option. Um, I love oatmeal cream pies. I do, too. I love uh, like Nutty Buddies. Zebra cakes. Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls, not as much. Okay, that's one of my favorites. Uh, but the Christmas tree cake takes the cake. <laughs> okay. And I know Logan's a big fan. He is, he is. Logan needs to go check out the Christmas tree cha- cakes at Strange Brew. Yeah, the homemade ones. Yeah, he does. Rob Hadaway says, since he last week somehow entered the college sports discussion, this is relevant, should X-Pac Heat be permanently renamed to Dan Lambert Heat? I was not aware that Dan Lambert was the same guy that was providing the Miami NILs. I wasn't either until you shared that the other day. I was just like, <laughs> no God, clue. I hate this guy so much, but I'm glad he's taking on the NCAA. Yes, I can't stand that angle, and I'm glad it's over, and I hope it continues to be over. Don't, don't, don't bring it back. Well, what about him just as a, a like him. heel manager? Well, his whole, his whole thing is, I, I hate wrestlers because y'all are fake. And then he teams up with a couple of wrestlers right like and like i don't and understand then, like he'll like he'll talk about like you know how pathetic everything is and then he'll put it over too right and like i i thought that people are getting mad now we're talking wrestling i thought the whole point of page and sky was like they were going to be like a uh like a ravishing rick rude rick the model martell arrogant kind of guy fashion guy and then they're teaming up with these mma guys who are you know all tatted up and and wearing you know gym shorts. Yeah, like it didn't make any sense. I didn't even watch that match. It, it was not. It was really bad. I figured it was. There's a spot in it where Jericho is going to do the lion salt, and obviously it's supposed to be he hits the ropes, and Junior Dos Santos is supposed to hit him, and Junior completely misses it, and so Jericho stands on the ropes and holds on and says, "Junior, Junior." To let him know, hey, you're supposed to be hitting me. Oh, really bad. God. Really, I felt bad for, for Jericho in that group. <sighs> Rob, Rob Hadaway, rank these television or film Ebenezer Scrooges. George C. Scott, Patrick Stewart, Guy Pierce, Michael Caine, Scrooge McDuck. I haven't seen Guy Pierce or Michael Caine as Scrooge. So I haven't watched all these. But so, um I think Patrick Stewart is really good, his version of it. Yeah. What was uh is Bill Murray not uh Scrooge? <laughs> but he's not Ebenezer Scrooge in that movie. That's true, but it's just it's based on same Scrooge. theme. It is, it is. Because that would be my number one. Yeah, I agree. Patton Paris, you're a coveted recruit. What are your requests or demands to sign with your school of choice? Um money. <laughs> money, yeah. A, a new truck. That's probably a good one, yeah. A truck was probably like if I had to pick between money and a truck, I would go with truck. Yeah, like give me you know yeah. uh, a Ford F two fifty. Sign the lease is signed or the, the note is signed through somebody else's cousin's name. Yes. Yeah. Like or, I, I mean, you know, some people would like to just rent a Porsche. <laughs> Why would you rent? Yeah, it's the same people. Same people who lease their Mercedes. You know, it's like. Just buy it all. What's the selling point there? Come to Ole Miss so you can watch me ride around in rented Porsches. Yeah. I I just... I'm I didn't, sold. I, I didn't get it. John Cohen, also from Patton Paris, there. John Cohen approaches you about the head, co- a head coach opening. What would your demands be to take the job? I mean, what are we talking about here? Just a reasonable salary? 
Yeah, you know, over six figures, obviously. I, I feel like demands is a strong term. Like, I, what am I going to demand? <laughs> like, I just want to have the job. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Justin Strawn coming in at a very reasonable 9.37 p.m. If we have to move on from Ben Hallen after this season, which seems more likely, does he just retire or does he try to catch on with another program? I think Howland's coaching days are over after Mississippi State. Yeah, I think this is it. I think he moves back to California probably, enjoys family time, enjoys the beach. I, I don't see there being anything else after this. Yeah. Could be wrong, but I just I don't see it. All right. While watching my son play in golf tournaments this past year, my son played with a kid whose actual name was Awesome. How much pressure are you putting on a child by giving them the name Awesome? And yes, the kid was pretty good at golf, so do with that what you will. You're putting a lot of hate on the kid because if I ever went up against someone whose name was Awesome, I would absolutely hate them. I thought his last name was Awesome. The first time I read it, I was like, is it Mike Awesome? Mike Awesome. Uh, What about, you remember Arizona baseball player Handsome Monica? Yes. So Handsome and Awesome need to make, they could be a great heel tag team, in my opinion. Pretty handsome, awesome. Yeah, I don't know what we're calling it. Yeah, but we're getting in there. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a tag team in uh, NXT and that's in the UK, mm-hmm. and their name is uh, pre- what was their name? Pretty uh, pretty deadly. No, what what is their name? I, I don't I don't know. Pretty deadly. I think he, he's going to look it up while we go to the next question here. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Pretty Deadly is their name, yeah. Elizabeth Keene, who wants to ask us, do we have any opinion on crumble cookies? I don't know what those are. They sound good. Let's let's do it. Let's do another Google here. Crumble cookies. Uh, freshly baked and home delivered. It's a good start. Do they look good? What is this? So you can just order crumble delivery. Well, let's say I, I live here in Starkville. Let's say I want to get some crumble cookies. Can that be done? No results found. So I don't know. I don't know about the crumble cookies. So I, I guess you just get cookies delivered to you. Yeah. I mean, we have that. In, we have insomnia cookies. Ooh. But I like cookies, so it's not. A, it's, I mean, there's probably not going to be a big deal. Uh, Blake Thompson. This is a fantastic butterfly effect question. Imagine a world where incoming Florida coach Dan Mullen keeps the commitment of his California quarterback recruit. If Corral spends his college years in Gainesville instead of Oxford, is Mullen still coaching at Florida? What has happened at Ole Miss the last three years? I bet Mullen regrets that every day. Not staying at the state? No, no, no. Not keeping Corral's commitment. Oh. Yeah, probably should have done that. Probably should have done that. Yes, Mullen would definitely still be coaching at Florida because Corral's a good coach, and and Mullen is a good developer of quarterbacks. I'm sorry, Corral is a good quarterback, I meant to say. What happens at Ole Miss? Oof. It's different. I mean, Well, John Rice Plumley, I guess, is the quarterback. I mean, And then they're not very good if that's the case. Yeah. They would have hit the portal for somebody. Probably. Yeah. Probably so. I mean, Lane Kiffin knew whenever he came in that he had to have – a guy like that, and I think he saw that Matt Corral kind of fit those uh, attributes that he needed. But yeah, he probably would have got a guy out of the portal. Uh, I'm not sure who would have been available. Who's, who's a guy? Who's a guy that went that, in the that portal transferred from last year to this? 
before last year? Um, I don't know. There were options, though. There had to be. Uh, Will from Bunker Hill asks, become a dad for the first time at the age of 18 or 40? Oh, God, 40. 40, absolutely. I had no idea what I was doing at 18. If you're 40 years old, you're a mature man, mm-hmm. unless you're you. At 18, you're still... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> at 18, you're still a kid. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know... I can't imagine... I mean, at 18, I was in jail one night. Yeah. I, so I, I, I can't imagine what I would do with yeah. a child. You don't know your ass from the hole in the ground. I mean, if I if I had a kid, I would have straightened up. But at you that say time... that? A lot of people don't. But I think... But we're talking about us. Yeah. I think I would have straightened up. Like, I would have realized I have a kid now. I can't do this. But yeah. at the time, that was not a good time awful, for me. Yeah. Idea. I mean, I couldn't even hold a relationship together. Yeah. No. The Edom Cheese Ball asks, what Christmas gift that you've given are you the most proud of? That's a good question. I'm trying to Is think. Is there one that you're just like, I nailed it on that one? A Christmas gift. You know, I just don't have anything hmm. in mind. My, the last couple ones have been easy because my wife has basically sent me the link and just been like, order this. Oh, that's what my wife does. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, it's not difficult anymore. I've tried to get some things that, you know, are surprises and stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes she can't fit in it or she doesn't like it. She has to take it. So I just say, send me a long list yeah. of things and it's I'll just pick. It's easier that way. Um, yeah, nothing really stands out. So, basically, we're not good husbands. We're not good husbands or fathers or sons. Um, Kirby asks, exterior Christmas illumination. How much do you and Robbie have at your house yard on a scale of zero to Clark Griswold? You know, when I was younger, my dad and I, we did the the Clark Griswold experience. Lined our driveway with lights, put lights on the house, had lights everywhere. I have not followed in my father's footsteps well enough, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad is Clark Griswold. Uh, so I have, my wife has actually <laughs> done the decorating. I got everything down, and she's done the decorating. So we have the our uh, post out front have lights on them. The door has lights on it with, a, with, a, uh, with some, what is that, like garland or whatever uh around the door and then we have some trees outside that are lit up and then of course inside we have a few things but we're also getting ready to move mm-hmm. out of our house too so we we didn't put a whole lot of effort into that either yeah so we're like a five we have a wreath we have the door lined in lights and then we have a inflatable rudolph on the lawn with a snow snowflake uh twirly light out there yes that's it that's all we have so no christmas tree What's well, in the house? You can't see it from the out. You can't see it from the uh, street, though. You were at my house. I couldn't remember if there was a Christmas tree or not. I, I have a Christmas tree. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's in the living room, but the living room is on the back side of the house. I wasn't in there as much. Yeah, you were, you, you were a kitchen man Saturday yeah. night. I was around the food. <laughs> That's well, you should be. Uh, let's see here. Our next questions come to us from Micah Halfacre, who asks. If Mississippi State football could get two players from the NFL to play for them next season, one defense, one offense, who would be your choice? Defense. Jeffrey Simmons. Is that your choice? Yes. Okay. I mean, who are you going with? Defensive back? I was going Darius Slay. Okay, I can see that. 
I was just thinking, I mean, Jeffrey is such a generational mm-hmm. talent. It doesn't say you have to be from Mississippi State, though, does it? Could I pick it? Who's the best corner in co- in pro football right now? Oh, I mean, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Um, you just know, so Jalen Ramsey might be on there. That might be the choice, yeah. And then I guess, I mean, I would, I would, who's the best receiver in pro football? I'm, I'm going to, I'm, or do you want to go quarterback? Do I want, uh, I think I'm going quarterback. You want Mahomes? Yeah, I think I'm going Pat Mahomes because he runs basically an air raid. They yeah. they run a lot of air raid concepts. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Mahomes and Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> so Micah put a twist on this next question that makes it answerable. Basketball question: Saying Ben is fired at the end of the year, who could replace him? A few of you guys asked that question. I just don't know the basketball coaching carousel well enough. Yeah, I was asked that last night on my YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. And I, just I don't know. I'm going with somebody from a mid-major. Yeah, yeah. Th- those guys have been the best coaches, mm-hmm. it seems like, when they've moved up to a power five. But that said, his question was wrong answers only. So I would say State convinces Mike Krzyzewski to take another year. Is it Krzyzewski or is it they pull Nate Oates from Alabama or somebody like that? <laughs> they, get, uh, they get Steve Kerr. Yes. There we go. Do you guys listen to Christmas music during the holidays? I do. I was listening to some when uh, we pulled into the parking lot here. I was listening to Twisted Sisters, Come All Ye Faithful. You know, I love Christmas music, but like just riding around, mm-hmm. I don't really get into it until Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, like if we go see lights or something Christmas Eve, I want to listen to Christmas music. I got you. Yeah, I'm but I, I'm one of those like I, I want to listen to my podcast or my playlist. Yeah, I got you. If I'm in my truck. All right. Uh, the American Dream has a question. Would you mind if I talked like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes? Uh, not at all, Brian. Considering the last two disappointing weeks for state base basketball daddy, does it now feel like 96? You know, when 86, Starcade 86, the great American bash, the American Dream became world heavyweight champion for the third time, daddy. But now 1996, that was a year for Bulldog basketball. There's the stinger. The stinger. The stinger will put a little color on your face. <laughs> Uh, does it feel like 96? No. I, I never got behind the whole feel like 96. No. we were That real, team was preseason top 10. We were real bullish on this team uh, preseason, but... Not that bullish. Yeah. That team was coming off of a Sweet 16 year, brought back all of their starters, and brought in the number one junior college player in the country that everybody said would be a first-round pick. This team did not do that. A guy that... Had what twenty eight hours in one semester? Genius. He was a genius I mean, level person. Don't what you can talk you, bad about him? What can you say else about that guy? A couple of baseball questions here from Brad Baxter. We'll answer one of them. Not How, even Jay in Baltimore. Yeah, well, he's he's up the, the road a little bit. How many players on the MSU baseball roster will hit ten plus home runs in twenty twenty two? Okay, so you're bringing back Hancock, Cam James, and Logan Tanner, who already did that. They'll do it again. They'll probably. do it again. I think Kellen Clark. And Kellum Clark will both do it as well. Yeah. So five, and then maybe a at six least, one. At least. Yeah. This is probably going to be one of their better home run is hitting Hunter teams. Hines your dark horse for that? Or Slate Alford. Slate Alford, okay. This is going to be one of your better home running this is team, be a power home team. run teams that you've had since... Are they tall? 98, maybe. They some height. Yeah, they are. Can't the, win without height. No, no, more, no more little guys. Yeah. They're starting to move away from the little guys. Yeah. Who do you think will be the MVP of this team? I think Logan Tanner is a, is a fair answer there. Logan Tanner or, or I think James. Cameron James is my dark horse for that. I agree. John Wise, will we see fan support for men's basketball reach pre-Rick Ray level eras in the next decade? What does it take to get there? 
I don't know. Um, you know, I think Mississippi State can make a really good hire after Ben Howland. He's stabilized the program. They've been they're not where they were. Um, and you know, I think with a really good energetic hire, you can bring back some of that, you know, magic that you had back in the day. But right now, there's just no interest, it seems, in uh, in men's basketball. I don't know women. I don't know 100% that I agree with you. I don't know 100% that men's basketball isn't just kind of doomed to be under the to be underappreciated and underattended going forward. All it takes is a guy like it's gonna a, take, a person like Vic Schaefer that just gets what you need to get. I mean that that's you have to connect with the fan base and I just don't feel like there's a connection between Ben Hallen and the fan base right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's all about the the coaching hire that you make and how you market that. Yeah. People will come support a winner, Brian. If they're winning games, people will be there. See, I, okay, I agree with that, but they packed out of the volleyball arena. They've never done that. State basketball got better each of Howland's first four years. And yeah, the but there was year, no. You knew that team was going to the NCAA tournament, and you still didn't have big crowds. They were bigger than they had been, though. Yeah, and, but, and the and there's there was still talking about pre-Rick Ray level. Air. I, I don't think I think I don't know when the next time we'll see ten thousand people in the hump. Start winning games, and you will. We'll see. I promise. We'll see. Uh, you become a winner, people will come to the games. Yeah. Kind of already answered that. And then, Joe Dog, your questions. I mean, we, we talked about that yesterday on, on the podcast. Uh, Trey Robinson, what do you think would happen if State and Ole Miss swapped heads men's basketball coaches for the remainder of the season? It's, it's like swapping, you know, one T-shirt for another. The same thing. The same thing. Neither one of them are getting the job done. Kermit's going to get fired, too. That team this year? awful. Well, the, Did, was it not a little nostalgic, by the way? Didn't it just make you feel like you're back in college watching Rick Stansberry wipe the floor with Ole Miss? It's really insane how he owns them. He just has a hold on them. He is their dad. I, I don't know what. I don't know what he has. What kind I, of voodoo he I, has? I'd like you to meet my four sons: Isaiah, Noah, Methuselah, and Ole Miss. <laughs> It's Isaac. Thank know, you very much. I know, but still. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Jack Crystal used to go off on those yeah, he kids. Did. Man. He called one of them Methuselah one time. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Trey also wants our early projections for the baseball starting rotation. It's happy, happy birthday to Isaac Stansbury, by the way. Is it? All right. Happy birthday, yeah. Isaac. Early projections. Sims, Fresto. The third one's the top Preston one. Johnson? I don't know. Oh, I think he's in the bullpen. I, I don't know who the third starter could be. Um, could Parker Stinnett get in do that role? Do you need a lefty? Or, if you do, I Is mean... Is Cam Tuller still on the team? Yeah, but he kind of looked like a matchup guy last year. He did, but, I mean, Lamonis talked about they brought him in as a potential Going to have to make a big jump. Yeah. You know, Andrew Walling was a guy that I thought could be. I think he's but a bullpen guy. He I don't think he... I don't, I don't know. He didn't have a great fall, it didn't seem. No. I don't know. I mean, we're going to figure Casey it out. Hunt, I think he's another bullpen Casey guy. Hunt could be. Yeah. That's a guy I think could be a big Smith, jump. Brandon Smith maybe just to start the season. Yeah. So You have some question marks yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, we well, haven't hell, even you, seen. Landon Sims is a question mark. We haven't even seen Landon Sims go right. past three innings, three or four innings. I mean, four, four is the most he pitched last year. Against Notre Dame? I think that's right. So, we'll see. 
There's Jay in Baltimore. It's common in college baseball to see. I'm sorry. It was common in college baseball in the past to see the number one catcher get most Sundays off, but Logan Tanner was behind the plate more often than not last season. Status quo, or will Lamonis get him some additional rest in 2022? Logan Tanner is a potential top five pick in the upcoming draft. He's gonna he's gonna play every day that he can. He'll I get think some, some games. Rest, yeah, I think some games Luke Hancock slides in there, and you can because there's a, there's some options now at first base. Right. Right. So you can. You can kind of maneuver him around a little bit, and he can play. He can catch a, a little more than he has. Yeah, and I think probably that's where he ends up on the next level. Would you think? I, mean, I don't know if I see him at first base. Who Hancock? Yeah, behind the plate. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, probably. Such a good hitter. He's, yeah, he's gonna. You know, that's a guy I think could take a big jump this year and be like a, a three twenty five, three thirty hitter. His approach at the plate. Might be the best on the team. Nobody, it's nobody hard to imagine when you s- two strikes. Yeah, than Luke Hancock. Yeah, I mean, if there's a guy on third base, he's getting him on. We said that every maybe. I guess it was me, and then Joel said it too on the show. It was if there's a guy on third with less than two outs, and Luke Hancock's at bat, put the run on the board. Yeah, he's coming across. Then find a way. Yeah. JB Holloway asks, "We know Leach is pretty calm on the sidelines and is always very practical and methodical in his play calling. Do you see him taking more shots, being more aggressive, or pouring it on versus uh, Texas Tech if he can to rub it in for the past grievances?" Yes, probably a little bit, but at the same time, I mean, taking more shots. Will Rogers is still the quarterback. You know, it's not like he just over the holidays is going to develop a sixty seventy-five yard arm. So it's still going to be the same offense. But that said. If I do State, see him getting a touchdown late for Craig if, James. If, he if State can get a late score, they will. All right. Let's move on into the rest of these questions. It's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. This holiday season, put beef on the Christmas Day table. Carve up a huge prime rib or cook a whole beef tenderloin. That is a holiday meal that nobody will forget especially not our beef producers here in our state. 15,000 of them doing nearly a half billion dollars a year worth of industry in the Magnolia State. When you're eating beef, you're not only giving your family a great, healthy, and nutritious and delicious meal, but you're helping your local Mississippians. So Mississippi wants you to remember that beef is what's for dinner, thanks to our good friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Not just barbecue at Two Brothers. It never has been. It's a lot more on the menu than that. And if you're going to head there soon, you'll find out what I'm talking about. Head over to the Cotton District, grab a seat at the bar or in the restaurant, and enjoy fantastic eating every time at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Our friends at Advantage Business Systems, they make it really, really easy for your business to succeed. All you've got to do is give them a call. And that's when you're going to find out what they can do for you. They're going to give it to you two different ways. They're going to give it to you in the terms of, hey, what kind of products are you looking for for your business? What kind of printers, copiers, what kind of computers, what kind of software do you need to install? We've got it all. And then when that sale is made, it's not just here's our 800 number and give us a call and maybe we can be out there in a week. No, it's same day service. It's taking care of you the way your neighbors would. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your neighbors. They are a Mississippi business. Call them today. Put them to work for you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right. Next question here is from Rob Montgomery. How does the offer process work at Mississippi State? Does Leach have to approve all committable offers? Does he only focus on the offensive ones? And do some coaches have the ability to offer 
about head coach approval. What do you know about the uh, the offer process? Uh, from what I understand, he allows his assistants kind of free reign to do whatever they want as far as offers are concerned. But I do think he has kind of the final say on who gets to commit. I don't think he's just completely oblivious to the the kids joining the class. You know, I don't think the the assistants can just go rogue and sign the class by themselves. I, th- I do think that he has an input on that. But I do know that he um, is letting them do pretty much whatever they want to mm-hmm. as far as offering guys and evaluate. Yeah, I think that, that makes the most sense. Is your, your, your assistants are always going to be the guys who do the, the legwork on this. If they come to you and go, Coach, especially if, they, if you can get into consensus, right? If two or three of your assistants are like, this guy's worth an offer, you sort of have to listen to them at that point, I think. Uh, let's see here. Next question comes to us from Sheldon Nations. Better Christopher Waltz character, Dr. King Schultz or Colonel Hans Landa? Who's Christopher Waltz? Okay. The answer is Dr. King Schultz, in my opinion. I think that's a better question. He's, uh, have you seen Django? Oh, yeah. The guy that's on Inglorious Bastards. And yes. Jan- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The character from Django. Both of them whatever. both of those are incredible. Yes. I didn't know the guy's name was Christopher Waltz. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um he's also in the Hateful Eight. Yes. Oh, he's in a lot of the a lot of uh, Tarantino movies. He is a outstanding really good actor. actor, yeah. Colby Keller says Michael Katz reported that Matt Corral won the Nissan fan vote for the Heisman. Do you expect Ole Miss to hang a banner for this achievement? So what I would do if I were them is I'd build a statue and say Matt Corral Heisman winner. And then just have a little asterisk, and then the fine print winner of the fan vote for the for the Nissan fan vote. They might do that actually. Yeah, that's the way. I think there will be a graphic made. Yeah. I, I don't know if they'll if they'll do um, a, a banner, but they will acknowledge that. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. They they were acknowledging the fact that they had um, a great weekend when they lost the series to Arkansas as well in baseball. So that's right. I mean, they they had the attendance. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, good call. Good call. All right, uh, let's see here. Next question from Andy Atkinson, the Enforcer, double A. Did you know that Santa's reindeer Donner and Blitzen were originally called Dunder and Blixem, Dutch names changed to German, and that both set of names translate to Thunder and Lightning? I did not know that. We're bringing up the rear of Santa's sleigh, you and I. I always thought the dogs laid eggs. (laughs) And I learned something today. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Alan Kimbrough. When I was a kid, I thought all rivalries were created equal. I know now that they do not. I have heard in the last two coaching stats that only after an egg bowl that is understood how intense it is. If you were the AD, what's the best way to explain it or must it be experienced? I think it has to be experienced, but I would say that a man crawled on his knees okay. to a pylon, hiked his leg and pretended to pee like a dog yeah. and cost the team the game. Yeah. And then his head coach got fired. And that's fired. not one of the top five things that's crazy that's happened in this round. No. I had a, there was another coach that, mm-hmm. that was also fired after that as well. But the, the, the fact of the matter is this. You have to explain it in social terms. That two groups of poor people hate each other because one group of poor people think they're rich. That's true. That's what it is. And I've said this many times. The scuzziest scummiest gas station worker Ole Miss fan thinks he's better than a doctor who went to Mississippi State. They believe that in their heart. Yeah, I know a few uh, massive rednecks that are Ole Miss fans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go too far down the road, but yeah. 
There's a lot of them in Winston County. I, I believe you. Wade Jones asked if you've ever had Kubi. I have not. Did you not eat any at the party? Um, did you have some yeah. there? Where was it? It's a big tray of it on the table. I don't think I did. All right, well, you should have. What's in it? Ground beef, bulgur wheat, pine nuts, seasonings. Um, no, I don't think I have. Okay. It's good. It's good. You didn't tell me what it was, so I didn't try it. Well, I'm sorry that you should have done that, though. Ryan Nelson, my good I friend. I blame man. you for that. Well, I'm sorry, and we'll move on. Coaching salaries have me conflicted. Sam Pittman deserves a raise, but $7 million seems too much for him. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting outrageous. It is, these. but that's the going rate. It is. It's, that's uh, the market price. Well, it's like I said. I mean, it, it feels like that $5 million is a lot for Mike Leach. Yeah. It's, and, but it's but really he, not comparison to, to everybody else. He's the second lowest paid coach in the SEC West behind Horson. Exactly. So you can't really get upset about him making $5 million right. when you know, you're paying – Brian Kelly over ten mil. Yeah, I mean, Kiffin's at seven point five now. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's just yeah. I've always said at some point we're going to have to draw the line on these salaries. We're gonna, somebody's gonna have to take a cut. Yeah, because you're. I mean, we're not just printing money. Eventually, you're going to be making too much. Right. Did any tag team get old or stale quicker than the Rock and Roll Express? Top of the sport by 86. By 88, they felt old and stale. And by the 90s, they felt ancient. It's because they never changed. Yeah, they kept the same gimmick and all that. Same and look. You know, They have their hairs falling out. and They like they never went like, let's, let's cut the hair short. They never did a heel turn. They never evolved. Whereas like the Midnight Express, they had different guys in there. They changed some of the stuff they did. Like the lover boy Dennis versus Sweet Stan Lane, what they did in the ring were totally different. I mean, just they, they, they evolved, and the Rock and Roll Express did not. I will say that one of the uh, – I, I can't – I think it was uh, – it was it was Morton that did the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. Like he, but he they had to that. slingshot him into the ring to do that. He couldn't do it alone. Yeah, but that's still pretty impressive. It was. It was cool. Uh, Cody Clark asks us, when you were a kid, what kind of vehicle did you think you would be driving now, and how close are to you to that? I thought I was going to be driving like an SUV, like, you know, a Explorer or SUVs something like that. SUVs didn't exist really when I was a kid. Yeah, so, I mean, now I'm driving a truck. I never thought I would drive a truck as yeah. a kid. I was into cars and SUVs. I don't know SUVs. what I driving, but yeah. Uh, let's see here. Trucks are just so convenient. Yeah, I agree. 901 Stark Dog asks, which committed football player do you think will have the most impact next season? So, of the guys that are currently committed? Ooh. There's not really a guy, is there? That's just not like, not that I think it is right away. Yeah, but I mean, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be like Xavion Thomas. That's like a good choice. If, him but, or Dorch. And you want to pick a, a defensive player because I just don't see freshmen getting on the field on offense. But I can't see a guy that's a difference maker right away. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, if you if you tell me who I think might be committed. Like and it might sign, mm-hmm. it'd be like DeCarlos Nicholson right. or Percy Lewis. But since those guys aren't in yet, can't yeah. count them. Uh, Kurt asks, I believe Leach and Arnett can excel with good star- three-star athletes with their systems more so in our than in our past. Do you agree? <sighs> I mean, if it's such a cop out, right? Like, can they? Sure. But if you asked Mike Leach and Zach Arnett, they would want four and five-star guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like we're trying to. I'm not saying you, Kurt, but I, there's some people that are trying to justify missing on four stars and guys like that. I mean, they want these players and they need them. I mean, you you win in this league because of players. You don't win because of coaching. It, that's an added bonus that you that the coaches know what to do with the players. But the teams that are winning the most, they have the most talented players every year. There might be a team that comes along like Mississippi State in 2014 that, you know, is competing for a championship, but that's not you're not going to do that on a regular basis. The teams that have the most talented players win the most games. Alabama and Georgia are not winning all these games just because of coaching. They're winning it because they have five stars at every position and the coaches don't screw it up. And they instill a good culture as well. It, you have to know what to do with the players when you get them, but you're not gonna you're not gonna contend with Alabama with three stars. It's just it's not gonna happen. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, also from Kurt, I'm currently on a family vacation trip to Disney World. What are your top three family vacation destinations? Disney is definitely one of them. Disney. Um, I love Gatlinburg. Okay, I that in the mountains. That. I love that place. Mm-hmm. I'm a very southern person. Mm-hmm. Disney World and Gatlinburg, and just bounce back and forth there. Um, as far as family vacations, I mean, my favorite Does three the beach places count as one, yeah, probably. Yeah, my favorite three places are Nashville, Gatlinburg, and Orlando. Okay, those that, are my three favorite that spots. Works for me. Uh, let's see here. Zachary Cooey, will we see a title change Wednesday or will Hangman hand Brian Danielson his first loss? I can't imagine they've done all this storytelling, two years worth, just to keep the belt on him for a month and and, and take it off of him. I kind of think they're trying to, I think they're going to make Brian a, a monster heel here. Yeah. But the, here's the other thing with them is that AEW, they don't do disqualifications and stuff. Yeah. So there's going to be a finish. I think Hangman's going to win. Yeah, I I think it's probably going to be Brian. Yeah, but you know, I just want a good story to be told. I don't really care about wins and losses, to be honest with you. And yeah. it's it's fake. Yeah. What's one change you would have made to the Star Wars prequels that could have made them all better? I wouldn't have made them. Does that count? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed them more than most. I I don't really get upset about stories and stuff and like all those things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just kind of entertainment to me. But as a kid, I mean, that's fine. I look back at them now, and they're really kind of lame. Like, the uh, the CGI and stuff like that just looks really that's, bad. That is one thing. Like, I would have said, we're, we're, we're going to do sets. We're not going to – everything there is – you know, everything there is on green screen. That's why they're always walking. There's never anything where they're, like, in an actual forest or in the actual desert or on an actual set. I would have done that. Devin Bice asks, Robbie, your boy Hardy is playing in Biloxi on March 3rd. Tulane Baseball, New Orleans, March 4th through 6th. Texas Tech, Mississippi State in Biloxi, March 8th through 9th. Who did you have to pay off for the stars to align for such a Robbie-centric weekend? I had no idea that was happening. That Now I'm intrigued. I'm thinking about taking that trip, too. I'm, I'm, I may go to New Orleans for that trip. Yeah. I don't know about about Hardy because I mean no offense to Hardy, but I'm just I mean it's just not I'm that's not, not your that's not fan. your deal yeah I but get it. that that New Orleans trip is intriguing to me, so we'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, that... You could stay in Biloxi on March 3rd, drive mm-hmm. down to New Orleans, stay there a couple of nights, Hell, then drive back to Biloxi. You could stay in Biloxi, Biloxi the whole trip and save money if you How want How far to is New Orleans from Biloxi? Hour and a half. Is it? Yeah, not far. You yeah, be, I'm intrigued. Now, hold on. I, I'm intrigued. Biloxi to New Orleans. Let me make sure I'm right on that. That show the other night was Hour fantastic. and 29 minutes. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's all on I-10. You, know, you, you, know, you don't have to change that that show the other night was fantastic. By the way, yeah. Hardy and well, Morgan Wallen. Well, that goes into our next question. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Best I've ever been to, huh? Slash and Miles Kennedy is my favorite that I've been to. Mm-hmm. That was at the Hard Rock in Biloxi, of all places. Okay. Um, that was my bachelor party, and it was outstanding. They played all the hits, all the Guns N' Roses stuff. They played the Slash and uh, Miles Kennedy stuff, and they played some Velvet Revolver. Mm-hmm. And Miles Kennedy is just one of the greatest singers on the planet. Yeah, it was awesome. Mine's very simple. I don't because I haven't been to a lot of concerts. I've seen, I saw the Kiss on the farewell the farewell tour, which I think is still going on. Yes. So it's 2021. I saw them in 1999 on the farewell tour. The original lineup, I thought it was great. They've but, had a lot of farewell tours. They have, they have. But that said, that's, I haven't uh, been to a lot. Last one from Devin. Rank these ballpark f- foods, hot dog, boiled peanuts, nachos. I try to stay away from hot dogs at events. You know what those are made of? Um, I do. Okay, then. I don't think we need to talk about it publicly. No, but. we don't. You're right. Uh, I would go nachos, boiled peanuts, hot dogs. Okay. All right. Good. I love hot dogs, but I just I don't trust them if I'm not at my house. Grilled hot dogs is the only way to go too. Yes, I will not eat a boiled hot. dog. No, I hate boiled. Hot, my wife does those. I Absolutely have, hate them. Some char on it, and then my wife will like put one in the microwave. Ah, uh-uh. I put I put one on the skillet before I do that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta have some crust. Yep. Mangum Cafe. Build your ultimate fast food combo. Pick a meat, a meat, a side, and a drink. Let me tell you what it is. I can get it all in the same restaurant. The cookout? No, no, no. An Ed's bacon double cheeseburger. Is that fast food? Yeah, it's it's burgers and fries. Yeah, but that's not really fast food. That's a sit-down restaurant. You order at the counter call, and they bring it to your table. I know. We had an argument about this years ago. About five guys. Yes. It Unless there's a drive-thru, it's not really fast food. Subway doesn't have a drive-thru. Yeah, but that's make it in front of your face and hand it to you. And, and I don't really think that's, I mean, I guess it is kind of fast food, but I'm thinking fast food like, you know, McDonald's, Nothing is Burger more fast King. food than burgers and fries. Let's keep it simple, okay? Let's not try to be well, I hipster. tried, Robert. You're trying to be hipster. This You're trying to be here. hipster. I, I, don't want to, I don't want Robert to be shamed with the fast food label. He would tell you that it's fast food. I just, I think more of Robert. All right. Okay. I, I don't want to put fine, that in the same fine category. Then. Fine then. Fine then. We're not putting that in the same category as McDonald's. So can I do five guys? I guess. Five guys, uh, bacon double cheeseburger. Uh, who has fries? I might go five guys again on the fries. You know what? Arby's curly fries. Oh, yes. I like those. And then I just make it really simple. A nice cold Coca-Cola. Okay. How about you? Um... I'm going to go with uh, Popeyes that's, for my meat. That's a good choice. Yeah. I'm not going to argue. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Popeyes with um the 
three piece. Mm-hmm. I want a leg. Mm-hmm. I want a thigh. Mm-hmm. And I want a perhaps a wing. Can I get a wing in you there? You can get too? what you want, sir. Um, and then for the side, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to stay with Popeyes. Oh. And I'm going to go mashed potatoes and gravy. All right, then. With a biscuit. Can I go to a biscuit, too? Does that count? You just want a three piece meal. Let me just stay at Popeyes. All right. That's going to be my entire thing. I, I don't have an issue with that, to be totally honest with you. Do love Popeyes. Dancing Mike Leach. Why is it impossible to get beer and wine at Kroger and Starkville? Is it possible to get wine at any grocery store in the state of Mississippi? Um, it's against the law. Like, is it? You have to go to a liquor store to buy wine. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. You might be. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure that in the state of Mississippi, in Louisiana, drink, you can buy wine at the grocery store. I don't drink wine. But in so. Mississippi, you, you have to go to the liquor store. Okay. So... I mean, you can get you can you can get a you know you can have a drive through daiquiri in Louisiana. Yeah, that's true. There's a liquor store right down the street from Kroger. I, that's where I go when I'm. Louisiana has more liquor in a store than water. Yeah, it's true. So it's true. We we don't need to talk too much about people in Louisiana though. Uh, <laughs> Why not? It's it, it just it just it always. I was in line behind somebody from Lafayette the other day at a great hearty concert. Fantastic human being. Broke in front of me. So, Well, you probably had it coming. Uh, Ethan Brazil says, in your preference, which is the favorite Christmas, bre- Christmas breakfast, Christmas lunch, or Christmas dinner? Christmas uh, breakfast, highly underrated. It really is. My, my mom used to have us breakfast when we woke up on Christmas morning. We would eat breakfast and then go open presents, mm-hmm. have like breakfast casserole yeah. with like the eggs and cheese and uh, sausage yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. Ooh, so good. The one time my wife Sausage made Christmas balls. breakfast, she made like homemade sweet sweet buns, you know, like the pecan sticky roll. Oh yeah, things. I love those. And with some cheese grits and bacon. I mean, Oof. and it's never gone back to it. I tell you what, Big Daddy does. We do Christmas Eve brunch mm-hmm. every year mm-hmm. with my dad's side of the family. Oh, that's when brunch. That's when I usually see Corey Peterson. Okay, uh-huh. we share nice conversation. Do you? Yeah. Great. So my dad does. You know, eggs for everybody. Whatever eggs they want. Mm-hmm. His grits are the best I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom does homemade rolls. We got bacon. That is probably my favorite out of all those. This is the Christmas Eve brunch. We got some. We got a nice uh, orange juice punch that my mom makes. Really good. Okay. I think we're doing that this year on Christmas Day, but we're doing it for my. I mom's have told my family. wife we're not doing ham this year on Christmas. I'm gonna cook a pork butt. Ooh, a Christmas pork butt. I'm excited. Love Christmas butt. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh, throwback question. If Robbie could have an all-out wedding entrance, WWE, WCW style, what would you do? Would you get the, Would you get a flare robe and come in like that? It might be uh, Adam Cole. <laughs> well, back then, you didn't know who that was back then. It didn't count. <laughs> no, it'd probably be uh, Sting. Just... just Drop me down from the rafters. Drop down from the rafters. My God, that's Robbie. That's Robbie Falk. Here's the groom. He pulls the baseball bat out, beats up (laughs) an ex-boyfriend. It would probably be Macho Man whenever he and Elizabeth got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Elizabeth, will you marry me? If she could have said, ooh, yeah, that would have been great. Dr. Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Do we want some, need someone with a want-to-win, finish-him-killer mentality type person or coach in the basketball team? I don't think Howland has – it's not that he doesn't have the will to win. 
I, I think his coaching style is is, is the offensive coaching style. You the defense funny? is really good. I, I like the yeah. defense and what, the emphasis that he puts on that. When 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 Howland was hired, you may remember this. He talked about how he had always been a defensive coach, and then his last year at UCLA, they changed up and they went up tempo. And he said, "I regret it not doing it earlier." And then here at Mississippi State, he's never done that. His now, I don't teams know if it's a recruiting are, thing or what. And but. he's got the he's got the personnel that you can get out and run. You would think they they need to they need to stop the half court offense because so many times in the last few years, you know, teams have zoned them and run that that press, and they've just kind of like slowly gotten the ball up the court. When they've been able to get out and run, they've been really good. I mean, the the games that they've looked bad in offensively, like you know, you remember Texas A and M last year, mm-hmm. Ole Miss last year when they lost. Those games they couldn't beat the zone and they couldn't do anything in the half court. Um, so it just seems like they need to get out and they need to run a little more, to get get out and transition more than they are because they got so many excellent athletes out there. I just feel like it's kind of like a waste when you're just running sets. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, let's see here. Pick two, leave one, courtesy of Gil Mancling. As a James Bond, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, or Sean Connery? Oof. I haven't seen the newer ones, but everybody tells me Daniel yeah, Craig really is the good. best. And Sean Connery um, is the original. Yeah. But I, I mean, love I, Pierce Brosnan, though. I love Pierce Brosnan in the, uh, in, you know, what is it, Goldeneye? Goldeneye, yeah. I, I'm um, going to leave out Daniel Craig. Yeah, because I I don't have a connection with him. You know, yeah. I I grew up watching all the old Bond movies. Yeah. So Sean Connery's has a special place in my heart. Yeah. And then Pierce Brosnan, I just think back at the N sixty four game. Like yeah. that always. Yeah. Like has a special place in my heart as well. Yeah, your your generation especially is going to have that. Yeah. Pecan chess or pumpkin pie? Pumpkin's out. Pumpkin is out. Yeah. I, I'm not a big pecan guy, and chess is okay, but. I mean, I'm going strawberry if I have a choice. Oh, yeah, but, but, but you don't. But pumpkin's yeah. the one that's out here for yes. sure. Clean car, clean kitchen, clean bedroom. Uh, clean kitchen, I think. So clean car is going to go with me. I don't mind having some trash in the car. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was picking my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Clean car is probably the answer Yeah, there. I want to have a clean kitchen and a clean bedroom. Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, Reese Witherspoon. <sighs> That's tough. No, it's not. Reese is staying with me. It's not tough Sandra's me. out. Yeah, I think. the blind side gets her out. Yeah. So Julia Roberts is a babe. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon is a babe. You know she yeah. stabbed somebody. Julia Reese. Roberts? No, Reese. Uh, Reese Witherspoon? No, with a knife. Oh, good God. <laughs> Jeez, what a <laughs> terrible dad joke. <laughs> I didn't think I'd get you to fall for that. And I had a good idea that you might be <laughs> telling a joke right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jeez. At the movies, last one here. Popcorn, soda, candy. I, I've been scared to eat popcorn since I had diverticulitis, and uh, everybody told me don't eat popcorn. So yeah. it's soda and candy. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of popcorn. I mean, it's just popcorn just makes you thirsty. Yeah, you're gonna have to have more soda. So, Alex Barham says oh, we've already sort of answered that one. Or no, we did. Never mind. If you could have chosen any school other than MSU to offer you in your respective sport your senior year of high school, what would it? Who would it have been? LSU. LSU is a good choice. I think my mom would have been really proud if Notre Dame had offered me a scholarship. A good Catholic, good Catholic boy. Boy, yeah. You're not a good Catholic boy, but you're a Catholic boy. I am. Well, I'm a good boy, and I'm a Catholic boy, but I'm uh, not a good Catholic boy. 
Well, don't start. Uh, I'm a good person. Uh, I, I'm nice. I invited a bunch of people into my home. Gosh darn it, people like people me. People like me. What school would you choose to have a home to do a home and home with in 2023? You have to play them in all the big three sports. That's a good question. Notre Dame. Notre Dame is probably the answer for this. They would be, I mean, it'd be a great baseball series. We already saw it. Yes. Once. Uh, basketball would be fun. We could see Tyler Horko a bunch of times. Oh wait, never mind. That might be a reason not to. Would you go to USC, Los Angeles? That would be good. UNLV. UNLV in <laughs> Las Vegas. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Christmas fruitcake? It's disgusting. Never even tried Don't it. Don't eat it. Never tried it. Don't eat it. Dalton Lee asked if we have any family, friend, embarrassing Christmas stories. I don't really. Um, whenever I was probably six or seven years old, mm-hmm. uh, we went to, we would always go to my grand, my mother's family's house in Matheston, which is now about a quarter of a mile from where I live. And um, I don't know if I was living in Texas at the time or was back in Mississippi, but mm-hmm. I got a scooter. I think it was a scooter. It was either a scooter or skateboard, maybe a skateboard. Mm-hmm. And so they, they had a hill where they parked their uh, cars in their garage, and the hill went you know down and could go into the grass or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Myself and my cousins, we were riding down the hill on our um, scooters, skateboards, whatever. So I decided I was just going to lay on it with my stomach laid down or whatever. So I hit a crack in the pavement and flew off the skateboard and proceeded to go down the hill on my face. Like my face scraping the ground so this was on christmas day i'm go. i i scrape my face across the pavement oh and i have scratches all over my face and all that we take family pictures the next day <laughs> and i have these i have, my face is just absolutely murdered is this picture still available yes all right I'm, somewhere I'm, I'm gonna make a trip to big daddy's house just to see this picture i need to get i'm gonna i'm gonna text my mom right now and see if she will Take a picture. Take a picture, Take a picture and, send and send it here. Yes, but please. my aunt was and is a nurse, mm-hmm. and she told me, like, oh, I got some cream put on your face. It'll fix it. A little ointment. So I thought, oh, it's going to go away. That We won't be able to see it. And, of course, it takes a lot longer for yeah. your face to heal. So yeah, yeah. I have these scratches all over my face from this That's a good skateboard story. accident. That's a good that story. was on Christmas. I don't have one like that. That's a good story, though. Andy Lossick asks, with Graceland already out, as Michigan Michiganders, and first-time Memphis visitors traveling down from the Liberty Bowl, what are a couple of must-dos and don't bother? I'm gonna. This is gonna sound weird. Don't bother with Beale Street. There's just better places. I mean, you maybe go there during the day for a few minutes, but Midtown is okay. Midtown's great. Get some barbecue. I would Central. Don't, don't go to the Rendezvous. Rendezvous no. is a tourist trap. You wait an hour and a half for a slab of 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 okay ribs, charred ribs. Yeah. Go to Central. Go to Jim Neely's Interstate. Um, if you want a steak, go to Folks Folly. It's always good. Go to Flight. That's a good restaurant there. Oh, there's a lot of good food. In a Memphis. lot of great restaurants in Memphis. You can't go wrong there. Um, you'll see the the old pyramid. It's now a Bass Pro Shop. It's just it's just cool to look at. It's a Bass Pro Shop. It's the Bass Pro Shop. Uh, JB from Tennessee asks, "What are your thoughts on Caden Pope committing to state? 
He committed right before Thanksgiving. There hasn't been a lot of talk. Seems like a good prospect. Had good offers. Yeah, another good yeah. wide receiver guy. I mean, has some solid speed. Yeah. They're just they're adding speed in this class with these wide receivers. Yeah. I think that's the big thing is they're they're shifting some focus towards the some more game breaking speed than what they have currently. I agree. Mike Pinnell asks, what do you expect MSU to get in the transfer portal for positions after the Wednesday signing class? So left tackle. It just depends on what they have and and this Well, they're gonna go after a tackle regardless, you would think. I think so. Kicker a kicker. Probably another cornerback. Even if they get to Carlos Nicholson, they probably go after a cornerback. If you don't get Marcus Banks, you have to get Yeah, have to get another one. Yeah. And then you know, maybe another interior offensive lineman. Maybe. I don't I just don't think they really have any needs for that. If right they could now. get a veteran center, they yeah. might do that just to give Cannon Boone another year. That would be. I mean, if you could if you could go out there and get somebody uh, like Ole Miss got this past year, yeah, I mean you would do that. You take it. So uh sort of already been answering already answered that one. Only made for the rumblings. Why do fan bases keep insisting that the reigning national champion should have an asterisk by the championship? Who's doing that? Um, Is it Ole Miss, Miss fans? fans? Yeah. Well, then, what are we talking about then? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. They played a game. North Carolina didn't do their job, and um, yeah. they Moving didn't on. make it, so Mississippi State. Moving on. Chris Naren asks, what's the more accurate vision of the future? They live, idiocracy, or demolition man? Pretty sure it's idiocracy. Idiocracy, Pretty sure we're living in that right now. We spray down crops with Gatorade. It has what plants crave. (laughs) It was Brondo. Get it right. (laughs) Alex Jones, is Sawyer Robertson... President (laughs) Camacho. Exactly. Is Sawyer Robertson still planning to play baseball? I don't know that. I I don't think he would. I don't think he's going to. That's going to be a massive... Any chance... Yeah, it's going to be a massive waste of time for him because he's got to. You're going to have to stay locked in to try to compete with Will Rogers. If he if he goes and plays baseball, it's over. Yeah, I agree with that. Last one today from Brian McDuff, my good friend. Rank these Office Christmas episodes: Benihana Christmas, Dwight Christmas, Moroccan Christmas, Classy Christmas, Christmas Party. The first one with Yankee Swap. The Yankee Swap one always makes me laugh. It's a good cringe one. Where you, you you know you find out that Michael has spent way too much money and it's just a pain. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go Benihana, Moroccan, classy Dwight. Well, Dwight Christmas I thought was funny. It is fun. These are all funny episodes. I guess somebody's got to be last. Yeah. So what do you say then? I I don't remember all of these. Okay. I don't remember the what's the classy Christmas? Is that the one where they went and ate? Um. At Michael's house, was that Christmas? No, that's that's, that's the that wasn't Christmas. Party. That was just another party. No, this is that this is one where this is like later in the thing where uh, I think Michael's gone at that point. No, Michael's still there. Uh, it's one where Holly comes back and they plan the second Christmas party. I don't remember okay. that one. So this probably lasts for me. Okay. I don't. That's fine. All right, there we go. That's today's show. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let's talk signing day real quick. <laughs> Robbie I'm scared to death to talk about it because every day we've talked about something, something positive well, let's and just say this. Thing, something bad's happened. We expect State to sign between, players. Between, let's say between six and nine <laughs> players. Nice. Tomorrow, correct? That sounds about right. Okay. And then. There's just so much that can happen in the, in the next 24 hours while we're recording go, this. When you go into signing day with 15 guys, 
Yeah. I mean, you can't be sure about anything. This is this, this is sort of 2016 all over again. It could be. It could go bad tomorrow. I mean, as we're talking, AJ Allen has come back in the picture yeah. for Mississippi State, which yeah. the yesterday we thought he was signing with TCU. I texted Paul. I was like, "You need to leave the trolling to me." He's like, "I'm not trolling." Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just—I don't know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. we haven't heard anything about DeCarlos Nicholson. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many things that can happen between while we're recording this and on signing day. So, what, but what you need to ha- here's what you need to happen. Uh, you need to have Percy Lewis, mm-hmm. DeCarlos Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Trent Ramsey, mm-hmm. um, Calvin Dinkins, Travion Williams. Who else? Avery Sledge. Mm-hmm. The six guys that you need to sign on Wednesday. And then you have guys like A.J. Allen. What? State just all, oh, Hold on. That's from September the 29th? Okay, never mind. Spurrier just retweeted somebody from September the 29th. That threw me way off there. Matthew I like, McCoy. I was like, that's, that's the kid they offered... Way back, is he back into play now? Well, that's what I'm wondering, because is that a Trent Ramsey uh, fallback option there? It could be, and that's well, not a bad Why would you retweet him from September 29th? Well, he's just retweeting when he was offered. I guess. I mean, that's not is a bad... Is he committed? He's not committed to anywhere. That's not a bad fallback option to get, you know, a guy that's rated about the same. And he has offers from... Florida, Miami, Ole Miss, Florida, Florida State. State. That's that's it's odd that he's as lowly rated as he is. He just he just visited Maryland and Florida. Yeah, and Miami. So you know, interesting. Yeah, I well, don't know. I, I guess that's something to you watch. You just need then. one of those guys. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I have no Trent, idea what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen to Trent Ramsey. Everybody else seems like they're. You're in good shape, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm so hesitant at this point. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, we were talking about Stone Blanton was a done deal, mm-hmm. um, you know, before we recorded or before that happened the other night. So I don't know. I just I feel like you need to to close strong here, and then hopefully you don't have a whole lot to fill in the blanks with in February. You don't want to put all your eggs into February uh, for some of these big time positions. I but, agree. Looks like they're going to have to get a high school cornerback in February. They're probably going to have to get a transfer defensive back mm-hmm. in February, another tackle. So there, there's still some holes that are going to have to be filled, but you can you can really finish strong here in the first signing period with a big close. And let's hope that happens because I'm not really into another meltdown. Me either. What, are, what do you got going on tomorrow? What is your signing day? Uh... Uh, you know, we'll just be monitoring the the signing class on our board. Of course, we'll have a, a running thread like we do every year. Paul will be updating the um, signees whenever they come through on the first part of the thread. I'll be monitoring those as they come through and, and putting those in our thread. So that's, that's something you want to keep bookmarked. And then obviously, I think 4 o'clock we talk to Mike Leach. Yeah. So, you know, we'll hear from him about the signing class and get his thoughts on everything. For me, I'll be doing a uh, live Twitter space. I said starting at 7 a.m. We'll see how that goes because State, I don't think, has anybody committed in the Eastern time zone right now. So there may not be any commitments rolling into about 8 a.m. Yeah, and I don't think Trent Ramsey is going to commit until later. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, But I will be available on Twitter. 
uh, in the Twitter space. So we'll do we doing a live chat, and we'll see who pops in there. Maybe some we get some other folks to talk. And uh, then, yeah, I'll be updating my live blog at supertalk.fm all day long. And then, of course, I'll be on Sports Talk Mississippi 3 p.m. So signing day is here. Let's get ready for it. Remember, at least we have each other. Yes. All right. When the day is long and the night, the night is yours alone. Everybody hurts. Talk to you guys tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.